Hello and welcome to Season of the Bitch, the podcast that knows Satan is a queer woman. Today we have Zoe, Laura, and Kellen. Yay! Also, okay, the reason I wrote that intro is because I really hate when people are like, God is a woman. Because are you telling me you hate Ariana Grande? <laughs> no, it's not personal. Okay. It's not there, personal Ariana really Grande. Good, there's a really good song by a satanic band called Twin Temple called Satan is a Woman. Yes. yes. Highly recommend. <laughs> Amazing. I was hoping, yes, I was going to bring up <laughs> Twin Temple for sure. Yeah. My thing's just like, if you do believe in God, then you have to admit like God is a fucking asshole. So... I don't know. I guess it's like that's like peak girl boss feminism to be like, but God is a woman. Um, yeah, but I agree. God is a maniac. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God is a maniac. Um, God so doesn't want me to guessed... exist. So, <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, well, as you may have guessed, we're going to be talking about Satanism, and as you also may have heard, we have guests joining us. Welcome, <laughs> Tanya and Jamie. Yay! Do you want to introduce yourselves and maybe tell us a little about your personal journey into devil worship? (laughs) I love this question. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Tanya Turner and I live in Eastern Kentucky and I've been on season of the bitch a couple of other times and joined you all for your first live show. Yes. Um, We did a seance and it's um, a highlight of my whole life. It's really a highlight of my life too. Yes. Um, I got to play Hugh Hefner. (laughs) Oh my God, yes. And that began my journey into Satanism. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, yes. (laughs) I love uh, it. I don't know. uh, I th- I think most people's uh, religious journey in general is just um, either deeper into the church or further away from the church yeah. <laughs> than, yeah. as far as they can get. Um, and um, I don't even, I, I don't think I would consider myself a Satanist, but I'm fully ready to be by the end of this episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I have um, for the past many years, been um trying relying on many healing arts uh in my life from tarot to um lots of herbal green witchery and um spell casting to try to make my life and those around me's lives better um and this past fall, uh, my partner and I went up to visit a friend in Boston and we went out to Salem. Oh my God. With some other witchy friends. And we got to visit uh, this, the Baphomet uh, <gasps> statue uh, in the Salem uh, Satanic Temple. Oh my God. And that did feel very, very moving and spiritual. I was like very moved. And we spent a lot of time. It's kind of a little art gallery. They have. Um, some really a lot of uh paintings and uh art uh centered around satan of course um but uh it was a beautiful it's a beautiful home and this is like beautiful temple and i really 
um, that maybe my friend was like, this is going to, she took her, you know, pictures with Baphomet and said, these are my Christmas cards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'm so happy to be here with you all and you can edit all of that out if you want. Oh, to. absolutely not. <laughs> um, also, Tanya is a co-host of the Trillbillies. Yes. Um, which is another incredible podcast. If you aren't listening to it, I truly don't know what you're doing. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it's Kellen's favorite podcast for sure. Um, she talks about it all the time if you're if you're a listener. Um, oh my god, you're embarrassing her. You're embarrassing me in front of all of my friends. I thought that we were all friends here and that we could talk about how we openly love each other like I always want to. Um, and... Also, uh, Tanya is a sex educator, um, so you may recall that she was on an episode where we talked about sex education and access to sex education, like, throughout from young childhood up until adulthood. It was a beautiful episode. If you haven't listened to it, you totally should. Yeah. I just needed to add that because I felt like it was important to who you are. (laughs) Thank you. I'm just going to call you up to do all my bows in the future, if that's okay. Oh, hell yeah. That's an Aries <laughs> dream. Like, Aries <laughs> just want to, like, hype other people up. We're just like, hell yeah. We'll, like, bring you into the room with a dazzle. Yeah. Like, Hi, I'm Tanya. And for my introduction, I'm going to introduce Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, Jamie, would you like to introduce yeah, yourself Jamie. as well? <laughs> Hi, I'm Jamie. Um, I am located in central New York. Uh, yeah, so I am a satanic witch um, and an occultist, I would say. Um, I came to Satanism, I think, the way most people did, which was I was, I went to church a lot as a kid. My mom was a Sunday school teacher and, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm listening to stuff and I was like, you know what? I don't think this is for me. There's a lot going on here and it's not for me. And I think one of the the things that really drove that was I feel that the Christian church really removes the individual from their own spirituality. Um, and I am a hands-on gal. That's why I like witchcraft. It is like I am in touch with my own spirituality, my own beliefs. Um so, like many edgy teens, I became interested in witchcraft and Satanism, and I would say that my my practices and beliefs have evolved a lot throughout the years, um, like many people's do. Um, but I kind of think everyone who's into Satanism sort of comes from that like reactionary um, standpoint initially, at least, where you're like, I don't, I don't like this whole Christianity thing. What if I worshipped the devil? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, either running toward or away from the church. It's all a religious experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I thought it would be fun to start off by reading um, the seven tenets, which are from the Satanic Temple, um, which is like the type of Satanism that I know the most about. It's like a more contemporary um, version, but I think we're going to like kind of talk about the different kinds after. I just thought these are like fun to read. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so we can just like maybe go around um, and read them. Yeah. So sure. Laura, did you want to start? Yeah. Um, so the first tenant um, is that one should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reasons. <clears throat> in accordance with reason. 
but also in accordance with reasons yes yeah (laughs) exactly Uh, (laughs) the (laughs) second one is the the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions number three one's body is inviolable subject to one's own will alone the freedoms of others should be respected including the freedom to offend (laughs) to willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own Hmm. beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world one should take care to never take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs people are fallible if one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that may have been caused. Every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility and action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. Mm. That was spiritual there, us reading the tenets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. I just, I mean, I just really like them. It's like, yeah, these are like good ideas to live by. Yeah, when when I first was um, watching Hail Satan and, you know, um, if you haven't watched the documentary Hail Satan on uh, Hulu, um, it focuses primarily on this sect of Satanism, um, which is from the Satanic Temple. And what I really liked is someone, well, There's a lot of things that kind of go on throughout the documentary, um, but, you know, the the Ten Commandments gets brought up a lot. And um, one of the things that I really love about these tenants is that for me, it just is like deeply intuitive Like, all of them feel deeply intuitive to me. And I grew up in a very conservative Catholic home and you know, had the Ten Commandments shoved down my throat and I just was like very alienated by it, didn't connect to it in any way and also like was deeply offended by uh, the condemning of our peers to hell. And as maybe some people have uh, heard me talk about on this before is uh, because my parents got divorced when I was seven and out of Catholic school, I had to go to a like help group for kids whose parents got divorced but it was like to help us cope with the fact that our parents were going to hell um, oh my god exactly and i was uh seven years old um <laughs> so like you know i similarly i feel like i really identify with what tanya and um, Jamie were saying where it's just like I felt deeply repulsed um, I mean it's hard because I also was deeply brainwashed by the Catholic Church so there were pieces of it that I really had a hard time letting go of um, but because of that I think it was a really traumatic experience because I did drink the Kool-Aid and even though it upset me I was so scared about eternal damnation that I was like paralyzed with fear and with guilt like most Catholics um and so this when I learned about Satanism for me it was like deeply freeing um in in the way that I felt like when I claimed atheism for myself um it didn't feel like it went far enough like I was so angry um from my experience that once I found out about Satanism, I was like, you yeah, know, that makes a lot of sense to me in every single way. 
One of the things a lot of Satanists say is like atheism says what you don't believe in, but it doesn't provide an alternative belief structure. And Satanism sort of is modern Satanism is sort of meant to do that where it's saying like, okay, so I, I don't mess with the church. This is what I believe in. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good segue to sort of what I wanted to really start our conversation with, which is, can we talk about what Satanism actually is? So like we've read the tenets, but is it an organized thing? Is it a religion? Is it worship? You know, what is Satanism? I just want to say, like, first off and foremost, that we should say that, like, for most modern Satanists, no one is actually worshiping Satan. Like, one of the first questions you'll see over and over again is, like, do you worship Satan by, like, the mass panic that is happening with um, the Christian right? Uh, And everyone is pretty much unanimously saying no. Obviously, there are, uh, I think, some sects of what people who could be considered Satanists that feel otherwise. But I I generally think that people view Satan as a symbol of standing up to oppressive oppressive regimes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But people should expand on that. I just wanted to like say that first because I feel like that's like that feels like step number one towards like even many potentially any of our listeners that like Perhaps they are religious and like I think there is this like because in religion there is such an emphasis on Satan being evil, Satan being a temptress, like it might be really uncomfortable for even some of our listeners to hear us talking about this. So I feel like it's important to say that up front. Yeah, well, I I think that like, yeah, it goes well into um, like for because I mean, I think satanism as like all um spiritual or like whatever practices are like really personal so um for me like well i didn't grow up in the church i grew up in the synagogue um (laughs) but i've been an atheist since i was like nine and i had a conversation with my rabbi where i was like yeah it's just like the god stuff i'm not really buying it like doesn't make sense doesn't add up and they were just like okay cool like you're still jewish that's okay um <clears throat> yeah, which is just kind of, I mean, if you're listening and you're Jewish, and you're raised in a conservative or orthodox synagogue, that probably sounds unheard of, but I was raised in a very reformed synagogue. Yeah, um, well, and that's, <laughs> well, I think something that I appreciate about Judaism as someone who did, grew up Christian um, is the fact that there is a cultural element to it. Um, right. That like you can still be Jewish and have that like sense of belonging and not buy into all of the other things. Right. Um, well, and yeah, which was really hard for me as someone who grew up in the Catholic Church and like had all these things and like was involved in all these ways. But then to 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 feel really against it, like that's why Satanism feels really appealing too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so the synagogue I was raised in, and this is true for most like reform Jewish synagogues, teach the Torah as like fable as stories as things that are like you can get a good lesson from this but not like this is what happened um and like i really like that i mean i think this actually goes well with satanism um sorry i hope that like other jews don't smite me but (laughs) satanists also don't um like in judaism we don't believe in like heaven and hell because it's like how can you possibly know that and um 
Satanists also don't actually believe in like hell or Satan or God or any of these things, um, which I think is like important to note as Laura was saying. So I don't necessarily label myself a Satanist, but I'm like, I'm, I'm into it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. I obviously, yeah, I like it. I want to do this episode about it. Um, and like, especially in how it intersects with my witchcraft and, and other things that I do. Oh, something I really like um, in terms of Satanist belief is like using Satan as the symbol of kind of the first revolutionary, right? Like Mm. Satan was the first person to like question the status quo and be like, fuck you, God, no. Um, And kind of bring about this like good versus evil dichotomy, which is highly subjective. As we know, it's like everyone thinks that they're on like the good side and most people are wrong. Um, (laughs) But... (laughs) Yeah, those are like extremely subjective things. And I really like how Satanism like plays with those tropes. Um, But yeah, I feel like uh, Jamie might be our resident expert more so on like the sex of Satanism. Yeah, and just like if either of you guys have anything to add about what Satanism like literally is, you know. Yeah, I can I can absolutely speak to yes, that. Please. Um, first of all, I want to start out saying that Satanism is a super super broad term. Yeah. <laughs> um, like Laura was saying, um, most people don't actually worship Satan, and most people who call themselves Satanists don't. But there are absolutely people who do. Um, yeah. We would generally refer to them as Luciferians. Mm. Um, and that sounds I- so fam. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds <laughs> like a feather boa. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. And like they're Luciferians, most of like most of what I'm aware of Luciferianism are not like the baby sacrificing um Satanists that the satanic panic believed in. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. honestly pretty similar to the people who worship Satan as a symbol. Um, or, you know, use Satan as a symbol in their religious practices, but rather um, they just also actually believe in God and the devil, which is fine. Um, but they're, the, when we talk about modern Satanism, most of us are talking about atheistic Satanism, um, which was started by LaVey, um, Anton Sandra LaVey, and the Church of Satan. Um, and that is in the 60s. And that's sort of, I find it actually very interesting that y'all used the satanic temples tenets, which I think is correct, because the satanic temple is like the cool leftist satanists. Yeah, that's why it's um, the one I know about. <laughs> yeah, so the older one is the Church of Satan. And the satanic temple is also newer. So a lot of folks like who identify as satanists, including myself, the Church of Satan's tenants were the first ones that I became aware of. Um, and the Church of Satan, it's a little more right-leaning. The tenants are similar. They're kind of almost like benign sounding, but when you start to dig into the text deeper, you realize that like, oh, this is, um, this is sort of fascism. Mm. Uh, But a lot of people never get to that point. So a lot of of weird, like libertarianism in it as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like heavily influenced by Ayn Rand. That being said, (laughs) a lot of people, (laughs) Yeah, oof, indeed. Um, that being said, like a lot of people who identify with sort of LeVayan Satanism kind of like read the tenets and they were like, this seems cool, kind of cherry picked what they liked and like 
took whatever they wanted. So I'm by no means saying that like all Levian Satanists are fascists because they absolutely aren't. It's, you know, people cherry pick things out of other religions and they do the same with Satanism. Um, there's also varying degrees of atheism, even within atheistic Satanists. So there are some um, atheistic Satanists who are like very staunchly atheists and might look at someone like me who practices witchcraft and be like, are you, are you really a Satanist? You're, you're not really doing the whole science thing. Mm. Um, but then there's people like me who are like super woo woo and into the esoteric and continue to have this identity and, I don't really see those two things in conflict. Um, that that's a whole dissertation. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, for sure. <laughs> that's like, that's, <laughs> that that'll get out of control. Um, but yeah, the sort of main sects of of um, Satanism that exists right now would be the Satanic Temple and the Church of Satan. Um, there's lots of other smaller groups, um, but they're kind of more fringe. They're not as you're not going to find a lot of information on there unless you're really falling into a Wikipedia hole, which is fun. And I might recommend doing anyway. <laughs> I don't know if that answers your like, what is Satanism? Question. Yeah, no, I yeah, that, that's, I learned a lot. Yeah, that's um, very helpful. Um, I definitely, even when you guys asked me to be in the episode, I almost kind of what Jamie was saying, I almost said, I don't think I know enough or I'm an expert. Like, I don't think I can be considered an expert. But you don't um, need to be an expert. We just love you and we know you're interested in this. Right. But it's like she said that, um, I mean, just like in any type of, um, not just religions, but any uh, serious sex or like subgroups, um, it's hard. Um there's always uh, lots of like, are you enough of this to mm-hmm. call yourself this? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, but and I try to uh, fight the imposter syndrome as much as I can usually, <laughs> but it definitely is there. I'm like, oh, I don't know. So Satan I'm gonna get- would want you to say you are whatever you want to say you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hail Satan. Right. Uh, um. Yeah. One of the things that I wanted to talk about is like. The thing that I love, love, love about being an atheist is where we get to find morality because, you know, for the majority of my upbringing, um, morality was something that was handed down from a dude in the sky. And Mm -hmm. if we didn't follow that code of morality, then we would go into a fiery pit. Um, And I, I love the thing that I really love about atheism and Satanism is that it really throws all that out the window and kind of liberates us into, in my opinion, a more evolved human being in the sense that, and I don't mean like everyone comes to religion with different things. I'm not saying like, as long as your religion isn't infringing on other people's lives and isn't, um, you know, uh, oppressive, Fine. Do your thing. Not a problem. I love astrology, which I think some people consider to be religious in, in different ways. Um, well, they're wrong, but that's also its own dissertation. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just what I just mean is like, I think for me, finding morality out of like wanting to be just wanting to be a good human to other people, like evolving in your in yourself and in community with one another. Or you could say it's like our most basic instinct that we're taught to like unlearn or that we're taught different things that brainwash us 
otherwise, like with religion. So, you know, I don't know if it's more evolved or, or our more basic instinct, but I do feel very freed and liberated by uh, finding my morality and like wanting to be good to the people in my life and to, and to the people I don't know at all. Right. I just, I guess like for my mom, when when she was growing up, she like really was like, this is the only way you're going to learn the difference between right and wrong. And I just... You know, I I love that there are so many ways to view what right and wrong is. And, you know, it's part of the human experiment. Absolutely. And like above everything else, Satanism is about like individual liberty and critical thought, um, which provides a great framework for understanding morality on your own terms and in a complex way. Mm -hmm. Um, And in addition to community, there are absolutely like the satanic temple has groups all around the world that do rituals together and have charity events and all of that stuff. So it's, you're not alone in it. Um, but everyone is sort of on board with like, we believe we can figure this out sans any God figure. Right. Yeah. And it comes with so much less, maybe even no damnation to others exactly. around them. <laughs> yeah. Can I Please. ask a question about the the individuality sort of aspect of it? Yeah. So I know that we've we've sort of hinted at the idea that there's like aspects of Satanism that can be sort of right wing. Um, but then there's also, as we've gestured towards like aspects that can be very cohesive to building like sort of left solidarity. And I'm wondering how do you see, like, how, what is, is the emphasis on sort of individual liberty, individual thought, is that at all like hampering to, to like the growth of leftism within Satanist communities? How do you, how do you square those things? I love this question. Um, (laughs) talking about this. So yeah, I, there's sort of two ways of getting political with the individual aspects of Satanism. And like I've said before, there's definitely the more libertarian side of saying, well, Satanist ideas say that, you know, the individual and individual liberties are the most important. So I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want. And then I think there's a more progressive side of that that says, well, if individual liberty is the most important, then I need to fight for everyone's individual liberties, not Mm. just my own. Mm. Um, And I think that historically there has been a lot of challenges creating a left-leaning movement within Satanism. Um, I mean, there are whole academic books on satanism linked to fascist groups Mm. but like i could go on about it forever (laughs) yeah one of the great things i think about the satanic temple since its inception is that it has provided a framework for a more progressive left-leaning satanism Mm -hmm. that is truly revolutionary yeah, and I am not a spokesperson for the Satanic Temple. <laughs> I'm just a fan. No, yeah, I mean, I think that there's things that are worth bringing up that they specifically have done, like in so um, 
for people who maybe aren't familiar with the Satanic Temple at all, um, they do, they did a bunch of uh, a series of actions. Um, there's been a few different actions, but one of the series ha- was um, having to do with the Westboro Baptist Church, which if you aren't familiar, are uh, the people who like protest at funerals. What are they f- even fucking protest? I don't even know what they're doing. Um, oh, it's, it's like if people aren't baptized, then they're like protesting that person going to hell or something. Is that what you're talking about? It's political. They they do. It's yeah. Political. Yeah, I don't exactly know what their deal is, but they protest. Well, <laughs> they're- they're- they definitely protest funerals. I think they protest any <laughs> anyone who they believe is going to hell being um, even like, put in the ground. Well, just being celebrated. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. They. I mean, they what would a protest, fun thing to do. They would protest like military funerals and stuff because mm-hmm. they would say that like the reason that America was like in decline was because of gay people. Right. So like they they would protest even at like what would be traditionally considered like the holy spaces of like right wing America. Right. Um, so, so and yeah. anyway, so, that's Westboro Baptist yeah. Church. So that's the Westboro <laughs> Baptist Church. Um, the the Satanic Temple. Um, one of their first campaigns was really directed at the Westboro Baptist Church, and um, they went after the founder specifically by going to the founder mother founder's mother's grave. And having a bunch of photos taken of uh, gay couples kissing at the site. So uh, gay men and gay women. um, And then released a statement that his mother was a lesbian in heaven. (laughs) And that like and kind of like essentially trolled him uh, for all these ways. Um, And so I think, you know, like you were saying, Jamie, there is this incredible like kind of left wing vibe to it where it's like, oh, you're homophobic as hell. We're just going to literally make a mockery of how like the the deep levels of hypocrisy within your organization. Also, the best part of that in the documentary is when they show the headline that's like Satanists turn dead people gay. And it's like, <laughs> OK, sounds really fun. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's also... There's also some more um, direct things that um, the Satanic Temple organizes. Mm-hmm. So one of those, a lot of chapters of the Satanic Temple organize menstruating for Satan mm-hmm. or menstruating for Satan. Yes. Um, which is like tampon and pad drives for homeless folks who may need them or, you know, just people who cannot otherwise afford them, as well as something called after school Satan, which oh, is yes. a secular after school care program for kids. Love it. I just, I love creative street theater. Yes. <laughs> a, and, and I think they, the um, Satanic Temple, from what I understand of them, is very um, creative in their actions and um, a little dedicated to an aesthetic, which yeah. I really love too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the actual temple we got to visit in Salem, which, you know, like Salem, Massachusetts is like fucking Halloween town anyway. <laughs> you, know, they, you know, they went far beyond the feminist witch icon uh, to every ghoul and goblin and all, you know, any, any uh, spooky realm of fantasy you can fathom, Salem has it to offer you. But 
the satanic temple there is just like this really beautiful remodeled home that they've turned into an art gallery um and it's just this very classy gothic punk you just like feel at home there like you want to have a dinner party so bad <laughs> not everyone you know there yes. um, but they also have all these salvador dolly paintings and these like i mean it's like a museum it's like an art museum that's so cool yeah um and then their other main campaign um has to do with first amendment rights particularly the separation of church and state um and uh religious freedom and so they have in response to the Ten Commandments being put on um, the well, Arkansas was is the one that's currently happening. But there was a, I think it was Oklahoma. There were several, that. yeah. Um, but um, you know, on these state capital grounds, there were these uh, Ten Commandments statues erected, and so that's where. Uh, the what you know and Tanya was talking at the beginning about going to to this to the satanic uh temple headquarters and seeing the baphomet statue um that that started that statue was created because in response to these ten commandments statues kind of going up in these state capitals across the country and their argument was mostly like what they're trying to do is actually point out the hypocrisy of um like have being able to have uh the ten commandments on any government property um and i think again just really quickly a thing that i want to clarify for folks who might not be familiar because i think it is surprising to some people is that um the words in god we trust were not on the dollar bill and the the words one nation under God were not in the Pledge of Allegiance until the 1950s. And it was part of a campaign by the religious right. So the first evangelical lobbyist groups um, to get those get that language instilled into these things that are on much more present in the daily life of Americans than the Constitution. Um, yeah. And so it was like a deeply concerted effort to, you know, where you hear over and over again now people saying like, this is a Christian nation, this is a Christian nation. Um, no, historically, that that is not at all what what was going on with like, we can critique the founding fathers uh, literally until we're blue in the face, but they did truly believe in religious freedom. And we're trying to escape religious prosecution um, from the Church of England at the time. Yeah. Um Although I just I will say that their belief in religious freedom did have limits. Yes. Yeah. Just to be just to be clear yes. Yes. as a jumping in on the. No, 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 yeah. please. Because like I'm not trying to say the founding fathers are good because they're fucking not. But the thing is <laughs> when these like people are which they're brainwashed. Right. It was a very concerted effort by right wing media um you know, particularly, of course, Fox Nude and Fox Fox Nude. Um, hey, way better. Hey, 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 hey. Exactly. Fox News is feisty cousin. Yes. <laughs> yes. As long as it's not run by Rupert Murdoch, though. Yeah. Well, if I may, because that's actually the next thing I wanted to yeah, yeah, talk yeah, about. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the reason why that was happening in the 50s was a response to communism. The rise yeah. of the evangelical right lobby in the U.S., um, 
was a reaction to this idea of like the godless USSR, the godless mm. communist. And they believed, or they said that they believed that Satan um, uh, invented communism. And so they held rallies where they told people that the way to like counter like evil communism from the evil USSR mm -hmm. was to have more God in the US. And that's why those things were added. But now I kind of feel like it's at this like meta inception of like countering each other because <laughs> now like modern Satanists do a lot of work to counter the religious right that like <laughs> came up to counter what they perceived as this like Satanist communism that was like coming for the world. Mm. Um, but so obviously, and, and a lot of that, there's also a lot of um, uh, reproductive rights advocacy yeah. In, yeah. from Satanist groups. But so obviously there's like a lot of roots tying Satanism to leftist thought and feminist thought. Um, but so I wanted to ask for y'all, like, how do you see the intersections of those things playing out now? Yeah, I, I just think it's so smart to talk about the, like, I was raised in a Southern Baptist church, mm -hmm. and that is so rooted in the right and Republican Party. Um, and just, you know, I mean, we could do 10 episodes about the whole Southern strategy, right? <laughs> like yeah. um, so much of the, of the right, the entire political right has been propelled and organized around Christianity, um, especially, I guess, in the South, maybe um, it's my particular uh, viewpoint, but um, it seems to be even broader than that. And this uh, even more recent resurgence of white supremacy, all of those are rooted in Christian, all of that's rooted in Christianity. And they're all like, yeah, we're, we're trying, <laughs> this is like the real Christian, you know, they think they're, um, um, because they're, they have, they can find plenty of things in the Bible to, um, to validate right. their nonsense. They also find things that are nowhere to be found in the Bible that somehow yeah. validate things for them. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> they are not led by reason, uh, yeah. <laughs> opposite of our tenants that we uh, yeah. went over. Well, and that was actually where I feel like I practice, even though I'm like deeply scarred by it and I like will get really angry about it, but like the place that I have empathy for the religious right is they're acting from such a place of fear. Mm -hmm. and it's like so intense like and they're brainwashed too and not to say that um it's acceptable what they're doing but I think I think like people I, especially if you were never raised in that I think it can feel really confusing to even see like the words coming out of these people's mouths where like when I was a, a child I was literally told that a by people in my community that abortion meant murdering babies like that was literally the language that's used and I feel like when you're taught that from the time of being a child like the idea of murdering babies is obviously like none of us want to do that but that's obviously not what abortion is and that's obviously um you know not not appealing to logic at all but the church thrives on particularly preying on very young people both as um you know uh jamie brought up uh satanic panic which if folks aren't aware of what that is is that it was essentially what is now documented to be a huge campaign by particularly the catholic church um who was was talking about these devil worshipers like 
attacking children and raping children. And it literally was a deep projection of the Catholic Church um, who was actually committing those atrocities. Um, Sorry, I feel like I just went on a big rant about all that. (laughs) Nope. It was appropriately sauced. Perfect. (laughs) There's just so many through lines from all that you just said to the right wing Mm -hmm. uh, part, to right wing parties right now. um, And just how fear is one of their uh, biggest, I mean, all of their wit, like, it's just like the wedge issue. It's fear, just fear of everyone else. (laughs) Totally. It's like the other And so we can't, we can't, this is like, you know, when you think about it in terms of like a battle of ideas, it's not even, you can't have rational conversations with folks about something like this, you know, because they're not, they're not thinking rationally. No. (laughs) You know, I, the idea of like Satan. Um, when you said like Satan is Satan invented communism, it was like hell yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, Thanks, man. Yeah, people are like Satan invented communism, like Satan invented witches, like all. And I'm like, oh, sounds really fucking fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like a good I, time. I, I, it's almost like we've reached this like cultural point where there has been so much overreactive backlash using. Um, satan and witchcraft and all of these sort of like traditionally evil things in like the christian context that now we're just kind of embodying it and we're like hell yeah um i'm a satanist and a leftist uh cool it's all great it's all invented by satan so same thing basically yeah um and that kind of transitioned me to the i think which is our our kind of last major topic before you know if of course if you all have anything to add at the end you're welcome to but um one of the things that I really wanted to talk about is um how some modern Satanists have a kind of liberated rereading of the Bible um and like I said I grew up Catholics and Catholics don't read the Bible so forgive me um (laughs) if you grew up in like a more evangelical background uh y'all knew the Bible much better than me um but I wanted to specifically talk about the mythology of the Adam and Eve story um so if you aren't aware uh of that story and again please any of us on this call uh uh, be my bumper lanes for me if i if my catholic brain doesn't do it justice um but essentially it's well first of all just really quick uh judeo the reason why judeo-christian stuff is all wrapped up together is in what Christians consider the Bible, there's two main parts, the Old Testament and the New Testament. New Testament is post-Jesus, and the Old Testament is the same holy book that um, the folks who follow the Jewish faith. It honestly would be shocking how many people don't know that. Like, there are so many like people that were raised Christian that are shocked when I don't know like a New Testament story. And I'm like, do you know what Judaism is? (laughs) 
Do you know that Jesus was a Jew? <laughs> Do like, we you don't know like there? the books of John? And I'm like, who the fuck is John? Like, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, go on. <laughs> yes. No, I just I, I think it's important to know. Uh, so so this mythology is not actually only a Christian mythology. It's also uh, it's Judeo and Christian um, because it's in the book of Genesis, which is the first book in the Bible. Um but the mythology of Adam and Eve uh, is essentially about how they live in this paradise world um, where they can like eat what they want. They're, they live their life naked with no shame and all this stuff. And but like essentially Eve is made from the rib of Adam and is his little bitch in some ways. Um <laughs> And then she kind of goes off on her own and she comes to this tree, which is the tree of knowledge. And a serpent appears. Um, and the serpent, of course, is Satan. Um, and the serpent is like, hey, Eve, um, this is the tree of knowledge. If you take a bite of this apple, you'll get enlightenment. And essentially... Uh, all of all of Judeo-Christian mythology is based around this idea of original sin, uh, <laughs> which comes from the fact that Eve ate this fucking apple. Um, and so that was like snake. the only thing they weren't supposed to do. Exactly. Was have knowledge. And and so let's let's recap. Uh, women for then the rest of the judeo-christian mythology uh are subservient to men because they sought knowledge from the tree of wisdom and and that whole faith is set up to hate the person that tried to give women knowledge <laughs> yeah. i'm honestly so impressed with your ability to regurgitate this Wait, wow also, thank you it's been so long and it's so absurd it it's is. hard to even hang on to you know what i mean it's like totally. how do you, trying to explain let's just consider when aliens come back for us <laughs> trying to explain to them christianity if they haven't been paying attention to it it's gonna be <laughs> so hard just yes. like so difficult does Truly. anyone know enough of like the lilith aspect to tell that because i don't <laughs> i don't okay either she i only like vaguely do well so i guess there were like two stories i guess in genesis and the one was like a woman made from dust and like whatever she wasn't made from adam's rib and then but she was also eve or something like mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. and then they were just like never mind she's a demon mm -hmm. and the only lilith i know is lamb fair so that's where I'm at. <laughs> the only Lilith I know is in astrology. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the new um in the new Sabrina series, there's yes. a very fun Lilith storyline. Oh, yeah. I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm on season one. Oh my god, how Ooh. have you not watched all of Sabrina Zoe? I, I just told you I'm watching it right now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just like I'm surprised you haven't already done it, I guess. <laughs> there's a lot of things to watch. There are. Um but yeah, uh, is I just I guess like I think that there is something to kind of not only seeing that as like a feminist reading of it of like, OK, so like as a woman, I want to be enlightened and I'm not afraid of that enlightenment. I'm not afraid of that knowledge where, you know, Christians would rather have you like 
live in the dark ages. Um, and similarly, there's a story where uh, Jesus goes out into the desert. And so this is New Testament. Who's Jesus? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, New Testament, Jesus goes out into the desert. And uh, the way the Bible writes it is that the devil quote tempts Jesus with food and water and when you think about it you're just like yeah maybe Satan was just like dude you're out in the fucking desert like what are you doing here's some here's some water and food because you want a snack yeah like (laughs) an olive branch exactly (laughs) but like Jesus is like I know this is temptation and it's just like maybe Satan's just like uh what you're doing is pretty big in self-harm, my dude. Like, let's let's take a step back. Jesus was so paranoid. Damn. Very true. <laughs> I also think um, it's useful when we're talking about this stuff to note that, like, the idea of Satan um, is really a hybridization of many different demons that were at one point present in the Bible into one figure um it's it's like through like many many translations um which i i think is interesting just from like a perspective of like okay like where does this belief actually come from and how was it utilized because that sort of amalgamation of all of these various different demons who were probably you know maybe evil in their own special way into one undeniably evil force was used again and again to predict to like present a super strict moral code and further legitimize the church throughout history. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, after years of therapy, whomst among us does not have our own inner demons um, (laughs) that might be unleashed upon the world at a given time if, if we're pushed the wrong way. So, you know, I just think maybe like, it's just people who are doing their best, but we're fallible, just like, you know, the tenants say, like, we're going to fuck up and we can, like, try to remedy it. Yeah, and that remedy doesn't have to be uh, some type of, like, punitive. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be punitive. It can just be fucking chill. Yeah. Ugh. Well. Yeah, I see, I see so much of the violent um, repression um, mm-hmm. from from southern especially like southern christian southern baptist and christianity around here um show up in sex education work and um yeah it's just the 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 stretch of the violence of the christian right is you know very big and um we hit this a little bit, but um, I think a lot of the money that is actually raised and spent mm-hmm. through uh, the Satanic Temple is is on a lot of is around policy and lawsuits mm-hmm. around um, the separation of church and state. And I just really see that as like a fight against the right <laughs> in a big way. Absolutely. I, I think one thing that's also worth mentioning, Tanya, with respect to the the like violence and sex thing you brought up, I think that ties in well with Laura, what you're talking about with the original sin concept, because mm-hmm. um, Eve's transgression is given as the reason that um, childbirth is painful. Yeah. Um, and I think that you can draw a direct line between that and like just the total 
um, like subjugation of women's pleasure yeah. to men's. Yeah. Like the idea that sex, any kind of any form of like anything regarding sex should be, or it, it, it's natural for it to be painful, for it to be, you know, unpleasurable for women, all of that, I think is in many ways like biblical in nature. And it's uh, ex explained as being not only reasonable, but deserved um, with the, the story of original sin. Also yeah. proof that God is indeed not a woman. Okay. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Yeah. I mean, just even the like mythical concept of virginity alone, mm. I can draw mm -hmm. so many through lines to so much pain and suffering. Absolutely. Like, so much self-hate and and group uh punishment just so so much pain and suffering um draws back to that one <laughs> somehow central um storyline in, in christianity mm. um do you want to let people know where they can follow you if you want you also do not have to do that yeah, I'm a Satanist. Come find me, bitch. <laughs> Track me down. <laughs> I feel like I've already said more than I ever thought I, that I knew about Satanism. Fuck yeah. Oh, wait, but Tanya, in the beginning, yeah. you said maybe by the end you would be a Satanist. So yes. how do you feel now? Yeah, where, uh, when do I get my card in the mail? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm going to ask you for your address after this. I'll send you a card. I will send you a personal card just saying, like, congrats, yeah. you're, you're a Satanist now. Well, I was joking with some of my friends earlier because I was telling them about it, and they were like, what are you doing? You're, are you a Satanist? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I dabble. Shit. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> but I can't wait to call them back and be like, yeah, I definitely am. <laughs> yes. That's what we, we love to, to see, see it. it. Oh. I would just say that final words, maybe less, um, maybe not exactly about Satanism, but um, just, you know, the power in the feminist icon of the witch alone yes. um, mm -hmm. it, and like providing, you know, a even a because stories are important. Myths and lore are important for Definitely. sure. Um, and even providing some path to power for women in any type of uh, dominant cultural um storytelling is just it's just been really powerful for me and i know it has been for a lot of other people so hail satan hail satan hail satan oh well thank you both so much for joining us this was like a true delight and i i just felt like i was like kicking back with my my pals talking about satan oh i mean that's what we're doing yeah yeah <laughs> And we did it on Sunday, so keep it holy. Love it. Yeah. It's a black mass, essentially. Yeah. yeah a little, little black I'll mass just here. a black mass. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you both so much. We really appreciate it. It was great thank to meet you, you, Jamie and Zoe. Like, lovely meeting all of you. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, this was fun. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for that uh, discussion. I learned a lot. I now know what Satanism is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was really fun. Um, and uh, if you enjoyed that, or even if you didn't, you should go to patreon.com slash season of the bitch and give us your money. Um, if you liked it, we'll keep producing content like this. If you hated it, maybe we'll use your money and um, go to church or something. No. <laughs> um, anyway. If you pay enough, I'll go to church one time. 
Yeah. Yeah. Zoe, have you ever been to church? Um, yes, I have for uh, weddings and funerals. Okay. Yo. We'll go to church for a non-wedding, non-funeral uh, purpose if you give us $500 and put that in the information. I'll go and I will live record myself in church. Oh my God, wait, the last time I was in church, I greatly offended everyone. Can I tell you why? Yeah, yes, of course. Obviously. Okay, so it was for my cousin's wedding <clears throat> and they had like dude like ushers like dudes that like walk women like to the pews Mm -hmm. but I think that because I obviously was dressed like a goth princess the guy was like afraid of me so instead of just like just like putting out his arm and like you take his arm whatever which like I would have done just because it's like awkward he asked me if I wanted him to and so I was like oh if I'm being asked then no (laughs) so like I walked myself down the aisle to the pew and like all of my um like relatives that are on the catholic side were just like staring at me and i was like oh my god and like yeah they're uh, yeah i i mean what are the men supposed to do how do the men sit down um do they just walk themselves i think they can walk themselves but like women need like an escort oh naturally sure 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 yeah and i'm not sure I, I guess maybe that's for like single women or women that don't have like a date, but oh. also my family only gives you like the Catholic side only gives you a plus one if you are like married. It's not like if you're dating someone. So anyway, never gonna happen. Wow, damn. <laughs> um, but yeah, so last time I was in a church, I upset everyone. Uh, so I don't know if I can go back. I might be barred. Well, if you give us five hundred dollars, we'll find out. It's a <laughs> exactly. Um, if you don't have $500 to give us, fine, I guess. You can just follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Season of the Bee. If you have thoughts about uh, episodes we should do in the future, you can find us at seasonofthebee at gmail.com. Send us some info that way. Um, as you may remember, we are currently seeking another host. Um, so check out our profiles on uh instagram or twitter to get that link it's in our bio to apply when this comes out we will be just a few days away from closing our applications it closes on may 25th so get your apps in we'd love to meet you and have you join Yo, you want to be friends or what yeah (laughs) all right i think that about covers it yeah rate review subscribe on itunes etc um guys Love you. Love you. Love you. Hail Satan. Bye. Hail Satan. Love you. (laughs) Season of the Bitch.